Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Happiness Podcast. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Brittany Zell. So, Brittany, I really appreciate you coming on. My honor having you on my show. I'm so glad you, you took the time because I know you're one busy lady, um, but I appreciate you taking the time. And, um, and I know you weren't feeling too well not too long ago, but you look great. I appreciate Thank your you. time. So what I like to do is um, I'd like you to tell the audience like who you are and what you do. So my name is Brittany Zell. I am, um, I'm a, I am quite the spark. And I say that because it's just been a gift for me that I have felt most of my life just didn't understand what it was until I got a little bit older. Um, currently, I uh, work in the health and wellness space and I help men and women and entrepreneurs um, find freedom from anxiety and depression, um, overwhelm, lack in confidence um, in personal relationships and personal confidence like body image um, by teaching them one powerful daily habit. And let me tell you, this girl can work. I think she can work out most of the people I know, including myself. I've watched her. <laughs> She's a machine. She can get the work done. Um, I mean, and that entails a lot of things. So like give people like, like examples of what you do, like with helping them with depression. I know you've helped me when I came to you and asked for health advice. Like I'm going to start this fitness stuff, but I have a bad back, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, do this, this, and this. And mm -hmm. As you know, I recently finished 75 hard. I'm down 11 pounds, two waist sizes, right? And I got to give yeah. credit to where credit's due because Brittany got me on the road of the nutrition side and, and food side. So let people know how you help them, like give them specifics. Um, so let's just say, for instance, that we have somebody who um, we could use you as an example. So you basically came to me uh, with a goal of wellness. You, you needed to get your strength back. You need to start having movement in your life. And we kind of just talked about your goal of that. And what does that really entail? And to me, um, I think each person is different, but there's certainly separate needs for each person, but some of them are kind of the same, right? So we all need to be drinking water, right? So we always start at the base of the pyramid. How do we instill daily basic habits. So we just reel it completely back and kind of strip you down and start into a place where um, we can get you developing personal habits on a day-to-day -day basis that are not overwhelming, but are critical for longevity of life and internal health, mental wellness. And until we are able to see by scientific proof that you can um, do these daily habits, uh, by actionable tasks that we can see day to day, we don't need to advance any further forward. And that's kind of where the basis of the program starts. Um, yeah. Right. And I know like for me, I was like, cause I worked and you know, when I share with you, I used to work in Huntington beach, which is like a two hour drive from where I live. So like doing any workout was nearly impossible because either way too early in the morning or, I would give my excuse. Well, I was just on the road for two hours. I just need to take a nap. And you know, I got out of shape quick. And and, and also at night, you were super exhausted because of the, you know, it's, it's not an exhaustion from a bad reason, but you also have responsibilities as a family and everyone has them or as a father or as a, a mentor. It just, they don't end. 
But your main responsibility then at the end of the day is to you. So you can be all of the things to your best of your ability and put the energy where it's going to gain the greatest ROI, whether that's in your legacy, whether that's in your financial ability to scale and provide for your family, um, whether that's in your spiritual health and wellness. So you have a full cup knowing, knowing um, the greatness that you were made with. Um, so again, at the end of the day, yes. So we also have to talk about when is the when does that line get drawn? And then once you're ready, then we move forward. Um, we can talk a little bit about nutrition, um, talk about healthy choices. Again, um, what kind of a, what gets tracked gets measured or what gets measured gets tracked, things like that. You go back and forth because um, not everybody's ready to be at that level. But again, once you get through each scale of the pyramid, you grow and you gain more tools and you're able to, you're able to learn more of what you can control. And the more that you can control, the more that you um, utilize tools that I can give you, um, the more, the more confidence you build. And you also learn internal strength, power, and you have a, a place to go to exert some of those things that you don't know how to handle sometimes, or you have resonating energies and you can't seem to like figure out how to exercise them we start to learn another powerful daily habit that will just teach you that internal strength that literally turns into physical strength, sculpting, growth, um, external uh, visuals for people to enjoy or for you to enjoy for yourself or for your wife, or if you're a female for your husband or your spouse, you know, so those are all important. Those, those love tanks get filled by gaining self-confidence. Absolutely. And it was a big, you were a big help in helping me get back on that path. Cause like you said, Thank two you. hour drive, you know, I come home and the last thing I want to do is work out because I got to, you know, whatever responsibilities I have for the family, I got to take care of first. And before I know it, you know, cause it would, I'd get home six, seven, sometimes eight o'clock at night. And um, so like Brittany's responsible for getting me on this, this health kick because I, when and I, I feel like, I feel like too, we can also insert tools, not just like a tracking tool or not just like a, um, the added accountability. We can, we can give you tools as like a supplementation to keep those goals in line while you have the ability to still work and drive and commute and listen to podcasts. You're, you know, you're utilizing a protein shake or you're, you're doing something that I have helped you with and taught you how to use for your own personal growth. Again, saving the energy, but still reaching the goal. Right. And I still use your tools. Like I'm always eating a banana with my protein shake because yeah. sometimes I don't get to eat the meal I want. So I figured at least I'm getting the protein and I'm getting a good carb, you know, something that's good for me. Um, and see, this is where like the reason I started this podcast too was not only to share people's successes, but their challenges. And, you know, you can go as deep as you want to go because we all have them, right? We all have the struggles that we've gone through to get to where we are today. Um, so I like to let my guests talk about like where they've been, where kind of like where they've come from, how they got through some of their struggles that made them successful today. Okay. So where <laughs> would we, where would we start with that? I mean, there's different things that we could discuss. We could discuss, you know, parenting. We can talk about um, my, my, um, my growing up a little bit. A lot of people don't know a lot about, a lot about that. Um, I would say something that I've noticed that's a pattern in me from a very young age, um, even till this very given moment. Um, 
I, uh, growing up, I was the oldest child. We'll just go this way, right? I was the oldest child. Um, there's a gap of seven years um, between myself and then my twin brothers, and then 18 months later, another one. So I spent a lot of time alone for the first seven years of my life with my grandpa and being loved and being just poured into. Um, my mom worked all of the time, and it was a uh, it was a uh, it was an interesting uh, time in my life than when my brothers were born. And as I grew, um, I was always on the go. Uh, I didn't ever stop moving, which is something that I resonate with today. Mm-hmm. Uh, constantly moving, constantly seeking, constantly thinking very deeply. And some people call it overanalyzing. <laughs> some people call it getting in your own thoughts. Um, other times it's me trying to vision every outcome that's possible, uh, going into a circumstance or going into a situation so that I'm able to best prepare myself for one, what is the outcome of this thing that I'm going into? Where do I want to go with it? And two, um, how could I best be prepared for some of the outcomes that could be facing me as I step forward? Um, and so that's something I've always noticed about myself and then kind of had some struggles as I got into my adolescence, um, made some really uh, less than poor choices as far as uh, habits that I developed and um, uh, choosing choosing people that really didn't um, exactly have my back, but I was young enough that I didn't understand they didn't. And so then I fell into some other poor choices and all of the way, um, just to point out, this is, um, the truth is, is it was still my accountability. All of the things that happened and occurred were still my choice. It doesn't matter who is there. It doesn't matter who pushed me or who encouraged me in a negative connotation, right? During that adolescence and growing up, mm-hmm. those choices were still mine. And so I resonate with extreme ownership today. Uh, I think that it is critical in order for you to um, have good relationships, uh, have a positive romantic relationship with your spouse, um, with your children, with your business partners, and with clients that you own very extremely your actions or lack thereof, so that people can trust you even more and know that you'll go to the the depth at which it needs to be in vulnerability and honesty um, to show them that you're standing there for them, that you are for their winning, that you are for their success, um, that you are an honest, um, integrity-driven, results-driven human being. Because at the end, it's really not about you. It's about them, but they need to know that. You need to show that with people so that there's always the next level of growth. Yeah. So then if you reel that back to um, extreme ownership growing up. Um, and then uh, another thing that resonates again is the fact that through all of the hard times, through all of the massive Okay, these are huge failures. They're big. They're crashes. They're bangs. They're burns. They're broken. Tons. Something about my spirit. It's a gift. It was something I was created with is that I never, I can't give up. I'm unable to find the give up. I don't know where that's at. Uh, and, And that's partially why I'm standing here today is that for some reason or another, there's some hope. There's some resonating stubbornness, this grittiness and inherent ability to refuse to give up no matter what. Exactly. Um, Exactly. I mean, you can't, right. And that's kind of why I surround myself with people like yourself. Right. And that's why I posted that story in my group the other day 
about when I got my ass handed to me, but I, I, I would not give up and I would not get knocked back down again because someone, something told me when that was going on, like they got me once. And if I go down again, I may not be getting back up. Right. But I get, you know, and like Chris, you know, Chris, our friend, Chris likes to say, I'm just a Forrest Gump, right? Stupid is what stupid does. And, and part of that is yeah. like, giving up is not in our genetic code. I mean, we will go through, excuse me, battles, but we will never give up. And, and that's, that's the beauty. And that's why I love the guests that I have. That's the common theme. They talk about, you know, yeah, I went through hell and back, but I wasn't going to give up, you know, and because like you and I, we know, right. Because we have people that are watching us, right. Our little ones, our, our kids. And, and I was always taught by my mentors is like, what are you doing when no one's watching? So like, Absolutely. I have to be in that state too, when I'm in my room by myself or whatever, knowing that I gave my best for that day and that whoever's watching, hopefully I was their example of what to do. Like for me, you're an example of what to do. Like Brittany, you get to know her. Like I remember when I first messaged her because Chris had suggested and, you know, we had that conversation on messenger, like, you know, Oh yeah. You know, Chris. So, cause you were first, you're like, you didn't know me. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to ask her to friend me. She's going to go like, who is this dude? We share the same friends. Yeah. And, you know, it's been great ever since, you know, and I wish I got to meet you. I, I know you didn't go to the meetup. I got this darn fly. Thank God I'm not doing audio right now. Uh, but um, I, I was hoping to get to meet you at the meetup in February, but I didn't, but <clears throat> like I'm telling you, one of my biggest examples has been Brittany Zell. She's always, she, she tells the truth. She lets you know exactly what's going on. She doesn't hold anything back. And those are the kind of people that I like choose to surround myself with. So um, <clears throat> another reason I started this podcast, because I want people to see that every successful person, whether you're at the top of your game or not, but everybody who's traveling this, well, I like call the mountain, you know, on their way up to the apex, to the peak, mm has had struggles like no one's immune from going through any struggles and you know Brittany and I have just chosen to surround ourselves with some amazing people that will always put their hand back out to us and, and Brittany's done that for me many many times um and I like to do the same but you know Brittany's amazing you know listen to what she's telling you it, it's things go south is when you give up you know, when you feel that inside and that's, I know it's hard for me and I know it's hard for you, but if I feel that light dim, then I mean, I'm in big trouble. We may not be. It's happy. really challenging. Um, so something that has, uh, and, and this could stem from areas that I haven't really dug into a lot. Right. But uh, I need help are some of the most three powerful words in the entire human language. Yes. That statement, that statement is so brave. It is absolutely so respectable. It is, it is something that I have not always been able to say. Mostly for reasons of, well, I'm, used to doing things on my own. I'm the oldest child. I kind of went on my own way. I went down my own path. I 
right. I, I, I did things backwards. I, according to, you know, I mean, I, I've just done so many things. I like definitely put the cart out and move the cart for a while by myself before there was ever a horse. Then <laughs> I was the horse moving the cart right. and I'm like, screw help. Who needs help right now? I am moving this cart. It is heavy. I could do, I, I could do this all day long. Like all of y'all have no idea what the Zell is doing over here, but you're going to understand one day, but there comes a time where you need someone else and you need to say, I need help. And it's so important. It's so important. And so I guess that's kind of like where, um, a lot of my growth began once I came to the end of my just okay my parents would always say or or other people friends um everyone just everyone for real they would be like you are so stubborn why do you have to do things only your way your way isn't that you're skating on thin ice right now Brittany um you know I've had enough I've had so much of this right now like you I hope that your child acts like you one day and 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 you're gonna get all of this back and, and I would just grit my teeth and I would say, you know, what? I hope, I just hope because my kid is going to go her way. Right. I would say those things. And, um, I think that they were, they were loving me, but they were absolutely aggravated with my crap because I was so focused on my way that I <laughs> went through, right. A through, I like to say that my grandfather would say, you're going through, you're not stuck through something. Right. And right. so when I would go through blah, blah, blah. And then one day I was in the depths of the trenches, one of the darkest moments of my whole life, only a few years ago. And I, I heard it and I heard it say, you are so stubborn. And I'm like, I am, you're right. And then you are, you are going the hard way. And I'm like, but this is the way that I have right now. This is the path I'm on. And it was there in that moment when I realized, you know what, I'm actually just very driven. I'm actually just very intentional. I don't know what I want, but I'm intent on finding out the things that I want. I don't know the best way to get there, but here I am and I'm still finding and I'm still learning and I'm still growing. And I was relentless in the pursuit of people trying to tell me that I was ignorant and stubborn and all of these things that really I was to them because they loved me and I was giving them a very hard time. But right. what it is on the inside is just determined and grittiness and relentless and driven and wanting to, to find out why I am like I am. What am I freaking doing here? Because I don't know anyone else around me like me. None of my brothers were like me. They didn't do the things that I did. They didn't, I mean, eventually, yeah, but I, I mean, I, 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 was, I was intense. And so now, that's the thing is like, I need help. And after that realization, I reached out, I started a little bit more growth. Um, still very on my path today. And I'm still very hmm. leaning in to that grittiness, um, self-reliance There is self-reliance there, you know, right. but, but again, I need help. And that's where, you know, you get that group and you start to lean in and that's partially what my purpose is here. It's not my job to take on your feelings, but it is also partially my responsibility to maybe hold a space for you and then also say, okay, so this is the outcome you want. How can we step back and, and get you to something that might seem super slow, but it will get you there faster. Right.
I couldn't have said it better myself. That was awesome. <laughs> I, you know, and it's, it's funny though, but that's how we learn, right? That's how growth comes is when you figure it, you finally the light or the ears open and you hear somebody like that. You're stubborn, you know, like, Oh, maybe, I, maybe it's okay that I ask for help. And there's nothing. I turned wrong. my head to the side, Max. Right. I said, who are you? And where did you come from? Right. I heard you. I can't see you. You know, it was deep in my soul. I could feel it. But I'm so grateful for that moment because it was a revelation in my life. It was the Holy Spirit speaking into me. You yep. are, you are, you are. And in that moment, it was a choice to go with, do I go with the darker side and say, you're right, I am. I am all of those things that they said. And and it can't be used for good because God wants to take pain and use it for purpose. Mm. Satan wants to take it and turn it into just complete, pathetic, poor, just personal attacks. And that's not what you were made to be. And that's why you heard God. Cause I, here's, I always say this cause I learned this, right? God don't make junk. Right. And we're all God's kids. He doesn't have grandchildren. We're his kids. Right. So that was him whispering in your ear. Listen up, Brittany, you're stubborn. There's a different way. Right. And you heard it. But it takes what it takes, right? Like we all have to, like, I can't do your journey and you can't do mine, but we can guide each other and help each other the best we can. And um, like, yeah, so that's, so that's some of the stuff, right? So I've noticed that I've always had a lot of self-reliance. I've always been very determined, um, unable to just give up and quit, uh, sometimes to a detriment, right? Like I'll get to the end of a workout. I'm like, you know what? I am like my, like, you know, I'll be like, yo done did all my stuff i'm like you know what no i'm not done i'm not done and so i'll go back and i'll hammer out another set or i'll hit another rep or i'll see somebody and i'll go over to them like yo you ain't done yet because i've built up this reputation at the gym uh with men and women alike and uh they know like if i'm there we working we're going to work work for every inch you are what you you look like what you work like okay and so so (laughs) So even there, then, you know, this is crazy. This is just a little insight into me and super cool. I love to share this. I've realized about myself. You have to journal your wins. You have to like journal things that you go through. Or like for me, I journal all of my workouts. Cause sometimes like, yeah, I'm like, man, like that just did not seem like very overachiever, right? Very overachiever in a way. And uh, perfectionist trying to get the, all of the, I'm trying to extract now we're in extraction mode. And right. as a coach, that's also my job is to extract and dig and pull this out of you. I want to get this going because it's there and let you see it and feel it and, and let you gain it and grow it and just grr. And so I write this stuff down. I'm like, man. And then I'll go later at the end of the night and looking at my journal. I'm like, dang, that was your lift? Girl, you are beast. You are beast mode. And so it's really critical that we do those kinds of things, right? Because that is where you can go back. It's kind of like you have a coach, but you have another coach and you can actually see yourself from an outside perspective. Right. Exactly. And that's like when I started the 75 hard, like I walked down this hill, right? And when I would do some of these lives to, to give people like an update on my progress, like little did they know, that I couldn't feel from the waist down. Like I'm walking, trying to do a live and, and not trip on like coyote shit, excuse my language or whatever. <laughs> you know, I want to fall face forward, come up and have it in my face and go, but like you, I'm the same way. I'm like, I can't stop. I got I got to yeah. 
man, I'm not going to let these people know what's going on. They're going to know now, but you get what I'm saying during, while I was doing that a lot. And, but you know, I'm taking the measures to address that. And hopefully as I've talked to you before, you know, that, that will all work out for the best. And, uh, you know, I waited Mm -hmm. as long as possible, but I got what I wanted from the BA and it's all good. Um, and I mean that in a good way. Um, yeah, but, um, victory, victory. Right. And, that will lead me into this next question, right? So you you know, right. I've wrote a book, right? Called it Fearless Happiness. So like what I like to ask my guests and I've, let me tell you, I've not had one dull answer. They're all amazing. If I can put it this way, they're all different, but in the sense they're the same and they're amazing, the answer. So what is fearless? How does that show up for you being, you know, in your life? on a daily basis for Brittany Zell? Well, I feel like doing something fearless, like, or being fearlessness in an act to me, it reflects personal belief in yourself. It reflects you um, being completely connected to your being and solid and happy and grounded with who you are and who you were created to be in your soul. Um, being okay with listening to, to the steps of your own feet, even at the end of a long day, um, where you could feel loneliness or you might wonder why things aren't the way that they are and still, um, taking that big deep breath and feeling it. Um, and, and having that, that know that belief, that faith, that deep resonating sound that it's all right, um, that you are still all that you are and all that you are is great and your being is well and full of joy and abundance and your future is abundance and it's much more than the scarcity of your past. And so that is one thing. The other part to that is when you're going into something or you know you're facing a battle or you're going to be trying something new, whether that's going to the gym or going for a PR or trying a new um, macro diet or a supplementation that, you know, I could recommend to you that we personalize for your goals. It's a little nerve wracking, right? But you have to do it with the fear. With It, 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 it resonates, but you feel it and then you move. It's enough to make you go forward somewhere, right? I feel like there's so many times I've been so nervous. I've been so intimidated and, and like, Ooh boy, like even Zell, right? Like I'm pretty personable person. I could talk to people. It's a, it's a great thing. Um, I say that with humility, um, not braggadocious. It's a gift. It's an honor. It's a being a vessel, but, but that doesn't mean I don't ever have fear. I can remember my brother saying to me when we were younger, Britt, um, he took this big deep breath. He's real tall. Hmm. He kind of came down. I looked at him. I said, yeah, what's up, bud? You know, it's very sound. It was like sovereign. Like the air was quiet. He said, I just, I just don't understand. I don't, I don't know how to talk to people. I can't talk to people like you. We go to the grocery store. If we go to McDonald's, if we go to Subway, we go to the park, wherever we go, you're always talking to people, but lots of times they come to you. What in the world? I, how? And, and I, I, doesn't that freak you out? Then the energy gained. Uh, uh, he was getting, oh, he's tall and I'm thinking, 
but I'm like, well, I, I think yes, sometimes, but that's okay. It's energy, it's movement, it's life, it's living, it's big, deep breaths with heartbeats and adrenaline and life. And you just do it scared. It doesn't matter if there's fear because no matter what, you're going to figure it the F out. Fitful. Right. And so the girls, I just try to always be that example of them. I'll cry. I'll cry right in front of them. If it's overwhelming and I'm having a moment, I'll cry. And I'll say, you know what? I, I am not sorry for crying, but I, I, am, I am trying to be brave here. I'll explain to them what bravery. And they get to see vulnerability in mom, but they also get to see someone that leans in. I, we, don't, we don't ever not do things because we're fearful. We do them because we have faith and belief over fear that there's victory and that we're going to learn and we're going to grow and it's going to be freaking awesome. And it's probably going to suck a little bit too because it sucks real bad. (laughs) Right. Right. They're, they're almost 13 and almost 11. So I think of that every day of my life. I think of it. I get that too. I, you know, the longer I stay sober in, in my case, and every time I take an anniversary and what they call here in California, well, not just in, in Orange County, they call it a chip, right? Like the longer I, the more I cry like a baby. And it's not because it's because I'm grateful, right? And usually my kids are there, even as adult children. I want my son and my daughters to know that you can cry tears of gratitude. You can type whatever, you know, and I've just shown him that it's okay to cry, you know, like when my mm-hmm. son had a stroke, you know, I was by his bedside and when he was, when he woke up and, you know, when my granddaughter passed, it's just, it's, sometimes it's a delayed reaction for me. And sometimes it's not because I, if this makes sense, like sometimes I'm in that mode to go, I'm afraid, but I'm going to power through this. So that's all I think about. Right. And then usually I'm the delayed guy where two or three days later, then it hits me and I'm like, where'd this come from? Right. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I just trained myself to, sometimes I got to go through that fear first and then feel the emotions later, you know, and sometimes it's right away, but I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I, like I said, you guys are all unique. I mean, I love the answers I get. So knowing uh, happiness, right. In the, my book title, I, I put a Y instead of the I right? A lot of people, I still get it today. Dude, you spelled it wrong. Like, no, I did it for a reason. So (laughs) knowing I put the why there in happiness, what does happiness look like for you? And how does that show up for you every day? Uh, My very first direct answer is the gym. Happiness is training. Happiness is moving. Happiness is rucking. Happiness is sweating. Happiness is building muscle and building my physical fortitude and mental endurance to go through anything that is physically painful so that my mind is sharpened and ready for battle at any point in time for anything that I'm going to go through for the rest of my life. Right. Because in the gym, there's physical pain, there's physical discomfort, there's mental discomfort, there's mental challenge. What about when I stand with, you know, 185 pounds on my back and I'm 126 ish pounds? It's not scary. It's fun. And it is super painful and it's grittiness and it's, it's tenacity. And also I always love to compare that heavy, that heavy feeling of the battles and the things that we are going to experience that we possibly have, or that we've shed 
that we can always go back to. And when you physically endure that, oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be released from anxiety. You will be released from that moment, that beast, that that burden that wants to hit you. You're gonna understand happiness is just for me specifically. I just like to tear it up. It doesn't have to be right in the gym, but in those places I have learned that where I'm going to train right there, there is nothing outside that can stop me. Absolutely zero. Let's go. Bingo. See audience. That's why I put the why there because it <laughs> starts with you, with me, like inside, nothing outside of me can make me happy. You know, not my wife, not my kids, not my mother, not anybody. It's got to be for me. And like, we all have the things that make us happy. Um, it was funny because I happened to catch, because I suffer from clinical depression, but I haven't been on meds for almost two years. I feel better than I ever have, right? Because of your help and getting active again. And um, so I happened to be on Instagram and Ed Milet, you know who he is, right? He, of course. He was talking, he was showing his, or he was at his home here in Palm Springs, which is about an hour from where I live, you know, and he was showing his home and he was talking about, because someone did, uh, posted a question, like, how do you, you know, we know you've suffered from depression. He goes, thought about it. And he goes, you know what? He goes, how I overcome that is I get my body moving. And that guy, if you've seen, the guy's in great shape, you know, he's 50 years old. Yeah. Oh, I have a picture with him. And I, I'm like, I'm so small and he's huge. And yeah. Yeah. He's really nice though. That's in he in that live, you know, I caught the last few minutes of it, but he was really down to earth. And he says, that's how I stay happy. I get my body moving. So I don't get into the depression and sit there and, you know, and that's what I have found for me. If I get into a bad spot, I just like to get my body moving. You know, if, if it's a mm-hmm. quick walk or go to my garage, which I turned into a gym now, you know, I finally got my Olympic bar, but now my squat rack is not put together right because it doesn't sit inside the things right. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> you know, I'm so pissed. Well, I, I would like to say that I can fix that for you. Unfortunately, I cannot do that right now. <laughs> I think we're going to, you know, I think what is, what is happiness? What is happiness also to me? I think I also told you before happiness is, um, happiness is, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, um, it's, it's, it's you. It's, uh, it's, it's the power of you. It's the mm. power of the, the goodness and the light. And sometimes like, even just like, you just got to lean in on yourself and you got to, you got to face it. You got to face whatever it is. It doesn't matter how bad it might be. There's somebody out there with worse, by the way, like worse tendencies. Like don't, don't, don't beat yourself up because of your struggles. Like we have others that have other tendencies and they can be harder, you know, but you got to choose your heart. And if you don't choose you, not because you're selfish and ignorant and narcissist, but you, you know, you know that there's more for you, but the only way through is choosing you you'll get there. you got to walk and listen to your, gotta listen to your own footsteps. When you walk, no headphones, you gotta, you gotta feel it. And it might be real freaking scary. I, Absolutely. I promise you after, um, after a massive change in my life, after a long period of time, happiness is, um, <clears throat> happiness is finding the signs. 
it's looking for the things that are speaking to you that you should be seeing. You're so caught up in struggle and pain, which I understand. Um, but, but you've just, you've got to set your sights on something a little bit higher than what you actually see. Don't walk with your eyes down. Don't walk with your head down. Walk with your head up. Look, look above. Look, don't, don't just look right in front of you. You know, when you're driving, you're not looking at the road right directly in front of you. You're looking there, but you're not. You right. need to look a little farther ahead. Exactly. See ahead. See, see you there. Believe in the abundance of your future, not the scarcity of your past. And my past has a lot of fucking scarcity. I'm not going to lie to you. No. Tons and tons <laughs> and tons. Not from my own self. It was put on to me also by others. Tons. You wouldn't think that. You'd be like, Zell? Really? Oh, oh yeah. But what it was, was their lack. You, right. you learn to understand others lack. You, you understand it. Don't let it harden you. It might, it might hurt real bad and sting, but then you'll learn the boundary and you'll put it in place not to push people out, but to kind of just hold that space for your own self where when you are walking, you love your own footsteps. And when you lay down, if your foot's cold, I guess you just figure out how to keep your own other foot warm, like with your own self. You don't, you don't, right. you know, you'll eventually set a plate for someone else one day and someone will be there. Right. But um, yeah, things like that. That's happiness. Awesome. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, you know, until I could figure that out. And one of the biggest things that happened for me is um, uh, service work like getting outside of myself after doing that work on myself is um, helping other people, you know what I mean? And seeing the joy in their eyes, you know, like for me specifically, like in my program that I attend, you know, and helping the new guy get sober and stay sober. Um, There's thinking about this for the rest of the day. <laughs> Well, this has been a great, great episode. I knew it would have. I knew it would be. You were awesome. Thanks. I so appreciate awesome. it so much. It's been really great. Uh, what I like to, you know, or what would, you, what are some final thoughts? Just give the audience some final thoughts, and then let them know if if they want to work with you, how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So, um, final thoughts. Wow. There's so many in this brain <laughs> swirl and whirl. What do I want to say? Uh, <laughs> we have to laugh. We have to laugh. You have to laugh have in to life. Laugh. Have to laugh. Um, sing. I think singing is so great. It doesn't matter if you suck really bad. You just have singing voice. If you're in the middle of a struggle, get a song on. Move your body. Put it in your earbuds. Turn on Alexa. <laughs> right and do the things drink the waters move your body be intentional eat the foods take the supplements that are necessary for you to have to feel great we want to always remember that this is a long term journey own that part of your life you can be long term so think long term and then make great choices make good decisions make Make the, make the decisions that are going to move the needle every single day. They don't need to be massive. Little things add up to massive victories and mm -hmm. a huge victory would be longevity of life. Um, I really think, I think reading, I think reading is great. 
pick a book that's going to fill your soul, that's going to open up and relate to you. Find a, re- find a writer or an author that's been through what you've been through if you don't know someone and read about it. Sit with it, right? Sit with it. It's all right yeah. to, to sit and feel. Um, what else? You know what, man? There's so many things. Um, I think um, just choose intentionality, choose communication, choose, uh, choose kind and, and, and know that if you don't choose kind on purpose, remember there's always somebody that is facing and fighting and in the trenches with the battle, you know, absolutely nothing about absolutely nothing. But one day, if you are that person and you have not chosen to do the right thing when no one's looking, when people are watching, when someone is hurting, when there is a need, you will be the person that is in the need, that is hurting, that needs grace, that needs kindness. You won't always receive it. And that would be a damn shame for you. Absolutely. That is one way that I have lived my life. And it has always paid off. Now, I, I have not always been perfect at that. Of course, being an adolescent growing up, I've made some really, like I said, some really poor choices. But today, it's different. And it isn't, it isn't always what you have. It's who you know. You could, you could get all of the things, all of the thingy things that you love, that you deserve, that you've earned, right? Maybe you want a boat. Maybe you want a house. Maybe you want a freaking banging wife. Woo. Maybe you want the dude that looks like this and he does these things, right? You can have all of those things. You can, you can have them, baby. But, but it's, it's who, you know, it's your people. It's, it's how it's going to come back to you. You've got to remember that be intentional, be kind, have a servant's heart, think abundantly, love others, hold space and have a boundary for yourself. Right. But, but still remember that as you go through. Um, if people want to find me, there's certainly ways to find me. Um, they can email me directly if they would like, and it's, um, one habit six at gmail.com one habit six at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, Brittany Zell, Instagram, bzell eight six. Um, you can ask Max, Max will tell you how to find me and probably directly connect you together. And feel free to reach out to me if my message has spoke to you or you have questions. Um, Again, like I said, this is not, we're not reinventing the wheel, but we're going to get you a vehicle and we're not going to start with tint and rims. Okay. Not unless you're ready. (laughs) We're going to start with the most very basic needs and work you up, but be willing to live with integrity, do the work. And if it doesn't work, then you didn't do what you were directed to do. Um, Be willing to do it because I promise you at the end of the day, you will find freedom. You will find personal power. You will gain physical confidence, man. You'll walk in that room, that bedroom, that wherever the dang place you are like, ew, this is me. And people will notice the magnetism that you have because you earned and were not given. Yeah, I agree. Coolest thing I ever got to experience or one of the coolest thing is going to that event in February, right? 
and walking into the room and getting high fives and hugs and saying, Hey, you're the get to guy. Cause you know, I was using that get to, I still use it today, but like, I get to be on here with Brittany. Uh, yep. I get to have a podcast. I get to go through struggles and it's so cool because now I get uncomfortable when things are comfortable. <laughs> like now I got to push myself. So I feel, you know, comfortable in that uncomfortability. Like when I'm, cause then I know I'm making progress if that makes sense. And that was perfect. So if anybody, you heard Brittany, I'll have it in the, the links, but you can reach her on Facebook. You can reach her on Instagram. You can reach her at her email and if you forget all those, message me and I'll connect you <laughs> with Brittany. I yeah, want to thank you we'll for coming on, Brittany. Thank you so much. This was thank a you. Great, dude, you're awesome. Um, what can I say? Is Brittany is the shit. So pay attention. To <laughs> um, yes, listen hard. to Brittany. And like she does. She she's not. She she talks the talk and walks the walk. So everybody. Get a hold of her if you need to connect because she'll steer you in the right direction. She's been one of my inspirations and and pals in this journey called life. I like to call her because we that are that never gets old. That never gets old. Thank you. Never gets old. So no, really, never gets old hearing it. Leading. <laughs> exactly. So it was an honor for me to have you as a guest. So thank Thanks. you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And we will talk soon. Thank you. Sounds good.